Let's do it. What's going on? You are listening to episode six of Hung Cheese. Gathered with me is Sep and Dirty Mike. I'm John. Um, how we doing, boys? What is up? Love hearing the Lemonheads on a Sunday. You know it's about to be you a know, good day. We made it through another weekend, boys. <laughs> feeling good. Feeling good. Feeling great. Um, weekend was beautiful. Yesterday, getting in the mid-60s. Got to get our feet wet outside. Finally. <laughs> First time I sweated in a while. Uh, <laughs> I think we, like, tried to, like, jump in a little too fast, like, we were like, should we take our shirts off? Like, can we get suntan today? Like, it is still March, but it was just great to be out there. Yeah, I um, agree. Uh, but before we get into Saturday. F- oh, hold on. So you got a fuzz in your beard, and it's distracting me. <laughs> you want to get it for me? Pull that fuzz out. This is good radio. Oh, <laughs> thank you. It's okay. this pillow. Sorry about that. So uh, Friday night. Dirty, did you uh you get into some, some mischief? You know I did. Oh boy. Um yeah. What did we do Friday? Um we drank and gambled here and then drank and gambled and then went out to Huntington and I had one of my classic vodka soda benders. Oh. <laughs> Those are good benders though. Yeah, great bender. Yeah. Uh went out with Guidi, his buddy Mike, and Yoli. We uh shot some pool. Yeah, just a nice like boys night. Nice like, boys night. Yeah, whatever was happening in the bar didn't matter because it was just all about like the just boys. Camaraderie. Yeah, camaraderie. I love that. Um Seb and I did not partake as we had a early morning tea time Saturday. Uh really catapult. Well, you were about to partake, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, I got a little drunker than I anticipated here on Friday, but then it all came crashing down when uh who the fuck lost for me? Who did I fucking bet on? What was it basketball? It was basketball. See, that's that's the type of day. That's the type of <laughs> night it was right there. It was I don't even remember it. It was the Gonzaga game. Did you bet on the team? I bet on Gonzaga, I think. And they didn't cover. And they didn't cover. All right. You know, <laughs> Whatever it was. See, I just tried, I honestly didn't even talk to Seth about it because Seth had gone home earlier than that. So you didn't see my the end of my night. No, I was mentally and physically preparing for my golf. I lost eight hundred bucks on Friday. Oh wow! And I didn't talk to you about it because I didn't want. To I'm glad it. you didn't. I wanted to move on. I know. I know how you get with stuff like that. Right. So, so I didn't let it bother me. I catapulted on Saturday. We got backyard games going. My little cousin was running around the backyard. We're playing baseball with him. Only thing that we didn't account for, which we were trying to play some beer die, and we didn't have the materials. <laughs> we had high hopes because we saw the uh, weather report for Saturday it was going to be real nice. And uh, we're like, yo, like, open it up, like, beer die. We're going to get it going. We just forgot, like, we don't. We didn't have a table. Yeah, like, the it, only thing you need to play beer die, we did not have, and that was the table. We had the die. Right. Yeah. We needed plywood. And I, in my mind, it was like, oh, I'll just go on my back. There's got to be some plywood back there, right? And there, there wasn't. And then nobody else had any. So we played some cornhole, though, which was fun. Maybe uh, good next, alternative. Yeah. Next time we'll we'll be ready. We'll be yeah. ready to go. But. Got off to a hot start in cornhole, too. I hit like the first, what, three out of four. 
hold it. Yeah, I mean, how how'd that game end? Oh, no, we lost. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Dirty kind of swept the board. Yeah, it was there. good to just, like you said, it was just good to be outside and, nice. and feel the sun and the warm weather. Like, Dude. be out in shorts and a t-shirt and not be like, oh, I'm cold. Right. It was a fantastic feeling and a nice little tease to what the summer's going to bring. Also, for the for the listeners, the deck held up well through its first oh, test. Yeah, it, it did. Yeah. It was the first time I actually saw it. Yeah, it's, it looks nice, right, baby? It was very I, nice. I don't know if everything is level. I wouldn't inspect it with the building code guy, but... It held up and it looks great and it's gonna it's gonna serve ahead. a lot of drinking nights on that porch Absolutely. or that deck. Absolutely, nothing like a good deck. Am I right? Right, right. Just fucking. It looks. I think it looks great. But uh, the only letdown of Saturday, and I think I attribute this to just it being the first outdoor day drink, is our stamina level was not there. The plan was to go out Saturday night. We just ran out of gas, and I don't know if it's because we were just too full throttle from the beginning or we just didn't have we got to build up to that we got ex- we got excited and we kind of overdid it we blew our loads like we did early. we try to pack so much stuff into one day <laughs> yeah. for the first day out like spring yeah. training you're not going full bore day one yeah and can. we did we did i think my little cousin kyle had a lot to do with that because he just yeah and you can't well one he wore us down that's so like I mean. anything i was drinking i was sweating out <laughs> shagging fly balls from right, him right. but two like you also can't get obnoxiously drunk in front of them because then you start like cursing and right you know imagine you had that that kind of energy just all the time oh the energy that kyle had oh yeah oh, like ridiculous energy of a four-year-old he doesn't stop <laughs> yeah he had a swing about 300 times it was still going uh kind of getting into saturday night what we did do was we gambled Ooh. and i wanted to bring dirty into to this talking because we we did we get a question about this game yeah we got a question um and i want we wanted to like address that at the beginning because it it just flows real perfectly with our night um our question was about the uva game they played um purdue, purdue and for the listeners the last two seconds two free throws covered the spread for uva so it was like, a miracle cover it was a miracle the game what went was to overtime the, what was the was spread four and a half four and a half it was a miracle the game went in overtime, and then that the, the fact that they covered the spread in overtime was another miracle. Yeah. So it was back to back miracles. Yeah, I was, I was thinking, I was on that with you guys too. Yeah. So the question was from Chris, and it was something like, uh, "Was last night like one of your worst beats or or best wins?" Right. Because whether whatever side you took, it was either the greatest win or the greatest loss because it, it was Purdue had no business not covering that spread, and they didn't and fucking virginia was a miracle but kind of what we were going to talk about a little bit was our betting process for this game so oh, yeah. <laughs> we woke up we will what we like to do is we like to wake up in the morning and decide how we're feeling about a game and we like to stick to that so. i usually wake up in a cold sweat and just say like, i wake up like that morning i woke up and i was like purdue, purdue <laughs> right right i kind of did the same thing so we were on the same page purdue had my bets in Feeling confident, like, all right, let's watch this game. I got my bets in. Three to five minutes before the game starts, we get a, a hot tip from our source that Virginia is make the biggest bet of your life. Yeah. This is the game you need to bet. Take Virginia. So now Dirty and I sitting next to each other with our Purdue bets already locked in. with Freaking out. Against the clock. We got a couple seconds here to make a decision. I just remembered in the back of my head hearing Dirty Mike saying the words, it's okay to fade yourself. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then John turned to me and he goes, Dirty, is it okay to fade myself? And I go, John, 
fade yourself. So I took the 800 I was down the night before and put it on Virginia. <laughs> Let's go. And the motherfucker covered by a miracle. That kid Edwards, is that the kid's name on Purdue? Cam Edwards, right? Stud. Unbelievable. Uh, could, couldn't miss. I faded myself, too, on this. You faded yourself? I faded well? myself, too. I yeah. had Purdue, and then everyone was doing it. I was like, I'm not going to be the only guy rooting for Purdue in the room. Oh, yeah, no. So was, I took, uh, uh, what was it, Virginia? Virginia, Virginia yeah. as well. Miracle. And so I'm back to just about level ground. And but I'm you know what's so, I just want to talk about real quick. One of the craziest things with games like this, and I'm just so numb to it, like, my spirits were so down, like Purdue, like Purdue, especially when you like jump back on yourself and fade yourself. You're just like, you hate yourself yeah. at the moment. And then it goes into overtime, it, like the buzzer beater is sending overtime. And I'm just like, not even excited because like, I don't even know what to think. It's so stressful. I was pretty excited. <laughs> I, was I wouldn't excited. say it was a bad beat though, if you had Purdue, yeah, because it was such a good game. I was, we were talking before I was saying. A bad beat something like if it's minus like or plus thirteen and a half, and the team hits like a junk three at the buzzer at the end of the second half to make it either like a ten point game or like a fifteen point game, and you don't right. cover your spread that way. When it's a good game like this, that's not a bad beat. That's just a really good basketball game. I mean, it was yeah, a good game. Lost. But I know what you're saying because it wasn't like you're thinking of a bad beat, and this 100% is the case sometimes, is where a meaningless shot, the outcome of the game is already decided, just blows up your happens spread. happens to me all the time. This one was more of a dramatic because it affected the game, but in that overtime, like the series of events we needed to take place to cover being that it was a four-and-a-half-point spread and they were up one with like 20 seconds left and scored those four points mm-hmm. was a miracle. Like So that's why it's such a bad beat is if you ever had Purdue – you're thinking, all right, I'm not going to win the game outright, but at least I'm going to cover yeah. the spread. Yeah, and, and you the, don't. The the perfect series of events never happens. Right, really. right. Like, Ever. Right. It never happens. Right. But if I bet, if I had Purdue and never faded myself, I wouldn't be mad at that loss. I'd be like, Purdue gave it everything they had and just wasn't enough. You're a better man than me, I guess. But <laughs> I been that's the way I would look at that bet. Because if not, you're just going to drive yourself crazy. So, uh, and the second part of that question being that it that was a, a good win for everybody was to recall some of our other good wins. I think I'm going to go first just to build off of yeah. what you just said about the perfect series of events never happening. Mm-hmm. Um, this game, the perfect series of events needed to happen, and it did. And it was weird. When we got asked the question of about good wins, I can remember like a million bad losses, but like <laughs> yeah. I had to like go through the memory bank to, to think of a good and, win. And I know what story you're going to tell, and I was on the same – Side same you, side. so it was that. like a, a team that. thing. Right I here. love that. So, and the reason you're on the same side of me was I was on UCF side. So a lot of the listeners know that and are themselves big UCF fans. Hell yeah! So they cover the spread. Dirty's got a friend that's buddy that was on the team. Um, so we we bet UCF a lot. And this was Championship Saturday, not this past college football season, the prior one. They were playing Memphis. And they were six and a half point favorites. Living in Memphis. So they go to <laughs> wild time. game. It was probably. 200 points scored in this freaking game. They go to overtime. Memphis is ball first. So now you're rooting for UCF all game. But since Memphis has the ball first and six and a half point spread, you actually need Memphis to score a touchdown to then have UCF score a touchdown to yeah. force a second overtime. Because, because if Memphis yeah. gets stopped, it's UCF over. scores a touchdown, no extra yeah. point. Seven point six and a half points. So you're rooting busted. for the team that you're betting against. Exactly. So you're finding yourself rooting for Memphis. So that exactly happens. Memphis scores a TD. UCF scores a TD. Flip the field. Now UCF has the ball first and second overtime. 
UCF scores the TD, kicks the extra point, and gets the Memphis stop. Yeah, and the need- boys <laughs> cover six and a half. Perfect series of events hit and that was a kickstart to a great change yeah. of Saturday. I think great. all the boys were yeah. all over that. We were crushing it. So that's why gambling's so wild when you just put that spread that you put that line on the game and you don't even think about it, like you have to like at that scenario you have to root for the team against and just like your mind is spinning at yes. a million miles an hour. Just you're literally just you're, chaos. You're finding your yourself head. rooting against the team you bet on. Gambling some situation. wild. Yeah. That's why it's crazy. Do you guys have any? Uh, yeah. My best, my best win that I can remember to date. Um, it was actually before we started doing red zone for the NFL. It was okay. like a CBS game. It was the, I believe it was the Redskins chiefs game. And I took the over, I don't remember what it was, but, it wasn't going to hit, and they were kicking a fi- – uh, they were doing a kickoff with, like, five seconds left in the game. And the team that was down at the time, which was the Redskins, were trying to do, like, the laterals. The hook to, and ladder play. The hook and ladder yeah. play to, like, try to create a miracle. And kickoff, guy catches it, takes it out. First lateral he throws is a good one. So, like, now they're starting to make their way up the field. The next lateral he throws gets blown up by Justin Houston. Right. And I he picks remember. it up. And I'm like, holy shit, like – if he scores, I hit the over. Right. And I'm just like yelling at the TV, run, run, run. And then <laughs> you got up off the bed and you're like, holy shit, you have the over. And then he scored the touchdown. The game ends and I hit the over by like three points. It was unbelievable. Right. It was like awesome. a game where you have no hope. You're like, fuck, this, they're going to lateral the thing out of bounds and it's over. Or like yeah, a forward you're, pass. You're like, packing your bag. I'm done. Oh. I was just watching it to watch it and it hit. And it was probably one of the best ones I had. Because I had a lot of money on it for some reason. Yeah. And it was just incredible. You know what's good about that one, too, is that, you know, we've seen Todd Gurley, like, go down instead of getting in the end zone to cover spread. But Justin Houston, being a defensive player, Dirty might be able to chime in on this. From the outside looking in, as a defensive player with the ball in your hands, the clock might be at zero, but I'm getting in that end Bro, zone. And thing, I'm not going down. And the down. thing was, he took it, like, 27 yards <laughs> yeah, to the house. That like, he had a chance to go down. So, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm the saying. So, Dirty, if you want to yeah. chime in on that and then maybe give a story to yourself. Well, well definitely, like, <laughs> uh, being an defen- uh, ex-defensive player myself, like, you just know in those situations – not that I've been anyone, but uh, you know, <laughs> I you could know. imagine you'd be a little closer to the action, though. You know that um, you know you know that what's happening in the game, and you know that if you are up and you somehow get the turnover, like they teach the coaches teach you, like go down, like right. let, you let the clock run out, you win the game, you get out of there, and you know in that situation, like you're gonna get yelled at right. for for going <laughs> for trying to advance that ball, and. I wouldn't give a shit. Get like, in the end zone, <laughs> baby. End zone. You don't get many opportunities. Right. You got to take it. Right. So Justin Houston was able to do that for you. That's great. Yeah. Uh, Dirty, you got a winning story for us? Yeah, I do. It's not like a, a you know, a great, like you guys had like great wins where it just like came down the wire. This one was the same night as uh, UCF. UCF was an afternoon game that yeah, day. Yeah, afternoon game. Um, and then I remember after that, like had a little bankroll from the game and then we put all our money on Ohio State, my favorite football team, and they were playing Wisconsin. Big Ten Championship. And they crushed it. And yeah. that just makes the night so much better. You get that much more uh, drunk and like just camaraderie with the fellas once yeah. again. That's cool, too, because, like, so the Memphis UCF come down the wire, but that's at noon. This was, like, an 8 o'clock game. Yeah. So you're kind of happy. Let's blow them out. Know you're going to win and then just celebrate. And enjoy Celebration, man. When you have two big wins in one day, you feel unstoppable. Uh-huh. So like uh, no, should, you'd be like, yeah. no, should no, 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 no,
So excellent question. Really fired fired the boys up thinking about the good times. Of, yeah, it makes of me miss ways. college football. I know we got bit. college basketball now. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm psyched on these games. But uh, anybody got anything else, Seth? I know you were talking about something earlier. I think you're trying to bring it up, LSU. Oh yeah, uh, I don't know if. You guys and girls have seen it, but on Twitter I've been seeing like this video. The LSU track team, I guess, like track meets are going on for college. Um, sure. And the like LSU, I think it was a relay race, and the LSU guy was in second, and he had some ground to make up, and he booked it, ended up beating this kid. I think I don't know what school he went to, but he beat him, and as he beat him, as he was crossing the line, he looked back at the kid and started talking shit to him. Right. And the announcer was like, oh, there's no place for this in, the, in, you know, in this sport. Like, right. that's just, like, unprofessional. Yeah, like, his university should suspend him. And I fucking loved it. I was like, that's exactly what that sport needs It's like, some shit talking. And then about 30 minutes later, the chick from LSU did the same exact thing. She started talking shit. She started, like, spelling out LSU with her hands as she's <laughs> crossing the finish line, wow. like, holding up the baton. <laughs> I absolutely loved it. I feel like sports like that that are kind of boring to watch and no one watches, if they added some, like, shit-talking or, like, right. some taunting, it would make it so much more enjoyable. Like, something if, I would if you watch. knew going in a race, like, oh, these two don't like each other. Yeah, like, like, if you're crossing the finish line in a neck-and-neck -neck race, and as you're doing so, you're looking over at the other guy and yelling at him, that fucking fires me up. Right. I love the stare-down. Like, the stare-down is one of the best things in sports. Dude, it was unbelievable. And then, like, the fact that the girls' team did it, too, mm -hmm. it's like – they're starting to build, like, the U of the 80s for LSU track. And, like, <laughs> Odell Beckham commented on the video. Tyron Matthew was like, oh, they're on their honey badger shit now. Like, I loved it. And it kind of gave me cheers. I may watch the next race. You're in for LSU track. I can yeah. think you behind that. I, like I that just think, what do you guys fire. think about, like, other sports, like, boring sports, adding a different dynamic to it? Like, if there was Let's some shit-talking or, like, showboating that went on. I mean, I don't know. The only thing I, – I mean, I'm – I mean, I liked it, but – as for like, you were teaching my little cousin Kyle to like pimp home runs and throw his bat across. Them. So I knew you'd love this. Yeah, he, like, he, went to, he squared around the bunt <laughs> yesterday at one point. I'm like, Kyle, you're never bunting. Right. You know, I, I just think like. <laughs> you see the bunt sign, you throw your bat on the ground. <laughs> yeah, you walk off the field. What are some other sports that would be fun to see like a little uh, show or like that? I, I'm thinking like like gymnastics or like golf if they just started like talking shit to each other I mean, kind of like, if you bowling you ball a strike i don't know what you could throw but like if you throw something because like the only like you throw a bat or a golf club like the ball's already gone like maybe you run down and kick the pins around or something like wasn't that. there the video of like i think it was like yale like racquetball or something or and like the guy was like in the other guy's face, like with the goggles on and shit, like <laughs> just getting in his face. Like, <laughs> yeah, boring sports need that. Good old squash. Dude. Yeah, it was like squash or, or like pool. Shit. If you nail a shot, you throw the cue stick throw in the, the air, or like throw the little chalk at yeah. the guy or something. <laughs> I, I fucking love it. We need more of that. All right, maybe there's just not like enough testosterone in some of those sports to like get the, the yeah, blood maybe blood. right. So track track is probably like the borderline. I'm surprised it here. hasn't happened more often in track. Yeah. But, like, LSU, I think, went in. Like, the coaches went in and said, hey, you guys are doing this today. All right. And they fully embraced it. All right. So, that'll uh, wrap up that. Dirty, you got anything for us? Or anybody have anything? <laughs> yeah, I do. Oh, um, you do. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was in the gym earlier, and I was just getting a little warm-up on the uh, on a bike in, like, the uh, spin classroom. Ooh. And uh, <laughs> this lady comes in, dude. And she's, like, I don't know, 50 or something like that. <laughs> Whatever, everybody's Middle just age. everybody's pretty much just getting their warm up in, right? Like the stretching is important, right? Getting the blood flow. <laughs> Telling you, this lady 
throws on her headphones and starts, you know, she's hitting the bike hard. And the noises she was making sounded like a fucking porno. Oh, God. Heavy breathing, like, throughout. But every, like, so often, she'd literally moan in the most egregious way. And I was just, like, kind of cringing. And she was riding a bicycle? Like a stationary bike? Yeah, a stationary bike. Why and would she you just, moan when you're riding a bike? Dude, she was on. She was in her bag. Maybe, <laughs> maybe the uh, seat was a little... That's uh, what I was thinking. Like, yeah. what if she was getting some stimulation? Yeah, maybe the seat was vibrating. Yeah, maybe she, like, slapped something on the seat and sat on it. Oh, my God, <laughs> dude. It was... Get a double workout. In. I've been thinking about it all morning, so, like, I yeah. had to say it on the pod. Clearly, and, like, she, and you said she had headphones on? On, so she can't even hear how loud she's actually yeah might even like she might be like louder than she thinks but was it, it was... like a was it equivalent to like a tennis woman's tennis grunt or was like, it... a, like a sharapova <laughs> it was just, oh my god it was just so crazy because like the the noises were so sexual dude maybe she was into it maybe she had the hots for someone in there and she was trying to Show much. Yeah, maybe you were just like a like a part of something way bigger than you, and you don't even realize what was going on yeah. in that room. Jeez, I don't know, man. But yeah, that was my, that my, my wild uh, little little scene this morning. That's why I don't go to the gym. Yeah, avoid stuff like that. I feel like the stationary bike is not the spot yeah. you're thinking you're. If you're deadlifting like, or like bench press, I can understand a couple noises, but riding the stationary, the stationary bike, bike, moaning like that, it wasn't. That's the thing. It wasn't your normal like gym grunt. It was uh, a straight out yelp. So, yeah, that was my, was, like... Was it an attractive older woman? No. Ugh, yeah. I hate to see that. <laughs> all right. <laughs> That's all I got on all that. I, I don't know if we want to dive into some questions. Yeah, we can get questions. Let me get them up. Do we got any this week? Yes, we do. Well, listeners never disappoint with, in the question. We, we've got some really today. good questions, too, in the past. Yeah. All right, guys. What do we got? We beers? got more this week. Uh, so, Nicole writes in, and she said, real talk. Real, real talk. Real talk. Uh, who's the best golfer? John. I, th- I think she means like in the crew. In our yeah. group? Yeah. Oh, in the whole, like between us three or a whole family? Well, us three. specify. She us did. three. If we're talking about us three, it's John. Us three, yeah. John. John has the down. most experience. I'm like we said on an earlier show, like I'm yeah. kind of, I'm kind of raw. You're new to the game. I'd say out of like the eight of us, like our real close friend group, I'd go Anthony. Yeah. Anthony's better than me. I'd say most potential myself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't. I don't know if I would call you the most potential. I mean, you're good. You're a good golfer. I feel like I say what every other golfer says. If I could hit it straight, consistently, yeah. You, I'd be that's really good. you're on the course. You're like, like you're like frustrated, whatever. Like we're having a good time and everything, but you're just like, man, if I could just hit my drives in the fairway, I'd be so much better. Like no shit, dude. Like <laughs> everyone would be so much better if you just hit your drives in yeah. the fairway. Like, but uh, yeah. I mean, I think. I think this is going to be a nice, nice summer for all the boys getting better at golf. Uh, I'm looking to really improve. It's a fun sport. You're in nice weather. You're with the boys. You're hopefully drinking some beers and you're you're smashing some shit with a club. I mean, yeah. Also, like you said, like shout out Anthony because that kid puts in work on the course. Yeah, he's dedicated and he's he's really. I played with him for the first time since we were like 13. And he was very impressive. Yeah, Ant's Ant's got his game. And you know he's into it because he's always talking about like his technique and like. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So anytime, thanks for the question, Cole. Anytime you get us talking about golf, I'm I'm happy about (laughs) it. But next, what do we got next? All right. So this question from Chris. He says, "What smells worse, dick cheese or moldy cheese? Preferably mozzarella that's five months past expiration Uh, date." How specific? (laughs) So we go from golf to dick cheese. Dick cheese. Um, I'd say that. 
Wait, was it which ones? I guess it doesn't really matter. What was the question though? What's he want to know? Which one what's smells it better? Five month old mozzarella. <clears throat> what smells worse? Oh, oh worse. Better, not better. So if you say which one, all right. I think the mozzarella smells worse. Yeah, because I'll see if they eat that or not. You don't have to, but you're like you're supposed to like <laughs> right. eat. It's food. <laughs> well, my question is this: like, Chris, why have you smelled five month old mozzarella cheese before? Like, I don't know what that smells like because I've never let the cheese get to that point. You know what bad rotten cheese smells like. I would go cheese because cheese, even when it's not rotten, some certain types of cheese smell awful. Yeah. So I would go cheese. Yeah, and I know that, like, like Sepp really likes the smell of his own brand. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> yeah, you could put a bed of flowers in front of Sepp. He might pick the dick cheese. Well, I have allergies, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would you pick the dick pollen? cheese. So that's an easy one. <laughs> that's a no-brainer. All right. Uh, boys, we got another question from Husband Hunting NYC. Yeah, <laughs> I, lo- I love this group. Recurring questions. This is a good group. So they're always good for something. Yeah, they <laughs> ask, um, "What makes for a good nude?" Mm. And when you receive one, do you reciprocate? So, <laughs> so what makes for a good nude? Meaning, I guess I'll take it both ways. I feel like as a guy sending a nude, maybe it's just because I'm a guy, but is much more difficult than if I was a chick. I feel like if I was a chick, it'd be a lot easier to send a, a good nude. Um, yeah, I a, think nude, like, a nude for me. Yeah, a nude is like, like our shit. Our shit doesn't look the same all the time. Like, <laughs> like I feel like it's angles. It's all angles. angles. It's all time of day, lighting. Um, so I think what makes a good nude is really you got to catch me at the right time. And then Ooh. I got to be in, got to get a, the mood lighting on. Um Get definitely, definitely get, not. Don't get your face in it. Do you guys put your face in your nudes? Mm-mm, mm-mm. Yeah, no, right. That'd be just no face, weird. like identifiable tattoos, like anything that can link you <laughs> back to the picture. You don't want in it. Um, I would say a good nude from a girl. I think that's what they're asking, like from mm-hmm. a girl's perspective. Okay, I kind of like the unexpected nude. Like you open Ooh. up Snapchat and you have a nude, and you it's like Maybe two it's o'clock in the, it's yeah. like two o'clock in the afternoon. You're just watching some college basketball. Now that nude, now you're ready to start betting more games. Um, dude, the, the nude, I've gotten like a nude at, at work or like, not wait, safe for work. Where you're like, Oh shit. I'm yeah. at my dad. Like I got to throw my phone somewhere. I, yeah. Like, I, I don't think there's a bad nude you could send like time wise. Oh, what do you guys think about this? Like, 3 a.m. <laughs> well, if I'm sleeping, like and I open it no, in the I'm morning. Saying, I, if I'm I don't saying you sent the nude out at 3 a.m. You weren't talking to the chick all night. You oh. just fired off a bunch of, nudes. Oh no, that's bad. That's you a Yoli. Do move. Yeah. So, I mean, what, do you, up, what do you guys think about this theory of mine? Like, um, from the girl's perspective, like leave something to be desired. Right. I love that. Yeah. I like that better than, yeah. than the full nude. So that's a good point and, as well. And this may be like an unpopular opinion, but a full naked nude, I don't like as much as like a partially clothed nude. That's kind of what he just said. Is that what you? Yeah, like leave something to be desired. Oh, like yeah. Leave, okay. Leave, yeah. leave the. Uh, I think he tricked him with that wording. Leave him wanting more. <laughs> no, I just. Yeah, he possibly did. I think really, I don't know, maybe you guys probably agree with me, I would imagine, but there's not much wrong a girl can do if she's sending a nude. And then right? the other, the I second mean, part it's was, just going to be good. The second part was how would, how do you usually respond? You said like, do you always send another nude back? Cause I don't. I usually, I usually do receive, you. Yeah. Oh, so like for me, if I get a nude and it's like, if I'm not in the. Area, state of mind, state of mind to, or not state of mind, but like place to send one off. Oh, well, yeah. I'll either say like "whoa" or like <laughs> some hard eyes, or like a yum, okay. with like the tongue, <laughs> with like the tongue out emoji. 
because like, like if it's an unexpected nude, like if I'm sitting around you guys and get a nude, I'm not gonna say, all right, I gotta go pee and then fire one off. Try to work one up to fire one off. Like I can't do that. So I'll send one back sometimes if I'm alone and in the rights. Yeah, right I think what place. girls like John said earlier, like what girls need to know is that like it's it's not as easy for the guy. Right. Like, it's a lot easier for a girl to go in the bathroom and send a nude than it is for a guy. Right. You get there's a more there's prep time involved. Yeah, there's prep time. <laughs> You gotta get like, your body like, ready. Like uh, probably like fifteen minutes. Yeah, <laughs> fifteen seconds. Depends what you got in the bathroom. Too. Like, if your phone's dead, you gotta look around that bathroom for like a magazine or something. Well, You're gonna send a dead. node with your dead phone. Come oh on, yeah, <laughs> be better. Be better. Yeah, that's on me. All right, all right, all right husband hunting NYC. Sweat. Thanks for the question. I hope we uh, hope we answered it for you. We got any more questions, Dirt? Oh yeah, we got a couple more. Um, so Sean writes in and he asks. Is the Lisk still active? So it's a Long Island serial killer. Okay. Uh, I was planning on camping at Gilgo Beach with the wife and kids this summer. Do you think that's a bad idea? P.S. My wife's a prostitute. Thanks. <laughs> All right, Sean. So if you don't know who the Long Island serial killer is, I'm pretty sure he hasn't killed anyone in like 20, 25 years. Or it wasn't more recent than don't that. Don't ever assume. But he's never been caught, right? So he was never caught, and he used to kill and leave – well. Kill prostitutes and leave their bodies. On were the these the uh, were these Craigslist prostitutes or no? That's something, dude. I don't know all the details about this case, but um, you know someone who might not that you know all the details, but you are the conspiracy guy on the podcast, Seth. So I might turn this one over to you. Yeah. So, um, Sean, he said his wife's a prostitute. So that's a red flag. Probably wouldn't go to the Gilgo beaches. Um, no, the serial killer has not been caught. His hunting um, ground. There were two individuals who were identified as serious suspects. Cause like they had like some like woodworking or carpentry experience. Cause they were using like these burlap sacks right. to put the bodies in. Um, I think your, your wife's good if she's a prostitute and she's blonde. Cause he only targeted brunette women. So maybe she dyes her hair Just before you hair. hit the beach day. Yeah, send us some pictures of your wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let you know if you're good. Um, but Sean, I think you're clean, man. I think he's too old now to kill. And I, I mean, I'm pretty sure people have gone to the beach since, but yeah, that question always gets me excited. I could go on for days, but I'm not going to do. Yeah. So. I mean, just, I don't want to get too deep into this, but what I did was the little reading up on this I did uh -huh. is that the theory that it's not only just one guy, but it's like a cult of, of killers no, no, like, <laughs> who like fucking get together for me when you get a good old like cult conspiracy and right. Oh, and like, they're yeah. all serial killers. That's, so this guy might be too old, but like, who knows? No, in that case, a, from watching Criminal Minds, then you have what you call a copycat scenario. I don't think it's a cult executing because, like, the MO is the same every time. It's tough to get a group of people killed for the same motive. All right. Unless well, you brainwash them. Right. Now, you're now, good you're, enough cult <laughs> now you're diving into a whole different bag of worms. All right. Thanks for the question, Sean. Uh, the next question, next question is from Dan. What up, Dan? Uh, describe your sex life using a movie title and explain why. I like that question. Oh. <laughs> a lot of options here, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Who wants to kick it off? You want to start, Seth? Yeah, I'll, I'll start. Uh, so I think we're all doing two movie titles, and then we'll explain why. Is that what we... I mean, explain you do whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah, um, so the first one I would use movie title would be Gone in 60 Seconds. <laughs> um, oh, is that because you, like, leave? No, like I, usually, <laughs> I usually stay because, like, I have bed and shelter, so I'll stay. Um, so it's no, it's gone in 60 seconds because <laughs> if I'm sober and have sex, it's usually a very short lived ride. <laughs> right. Um, so that would be the reasoning behind that one. 
Um, and then the second one I would do is a series of unfortunate events. Oh, baby. Um, childhood book then turned into a movie. I would say and this one because <laughs> usually I'm like very drunk. Like we go out to the bar and drunk and things like that. And it's just everything leading up to sex is just unfortunate. Like the way I'm acting egregiously, like things I'm saying, things I'm doing. Um, and then you get there and then hopefully you don't wake up with regret in the morning. Right. But, um, or like, wow, like I really tried to do that move last night. <laughs> that move, <laughs> that, move, that like, one move. I thought I was flexible enough to do that. Why last is my night. hamstring so yeah, sore? Like, <laughs> why, is, why is my groin pulled? <laughs> so those would be my two movies gone in 60 seconds and a series of unfortunate events. All right. John, what do you have for us? Um, so kind of the opposite of gone in 60 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Is my mo so I picked "Are We There Yet?" <laughs> from uh, just from hearing it over and over. <laughs> no, so I went "Are We There Yet?" and then kind of the other thing was going to be the movie Miracle. <laughs> yeah, I like that. That's a good one. So uh, why is it a miracle? Why, I mean, do I have to explain it? But it's you know, catch yeah. lightning in a bottle. You know. <laughs> We'll see if we'll see if I, I don't go like, out. You had the same like gambling odds as the USA team. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, like Herb Brooks is usually involved in some way. Oh, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you know, fucking miracle, miracle, and are we there yet? Those are my two. Yeah, okay, we find out John had sex. You're like, holy shit, <laughs> Christmas Day miracle. Right. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll go. So my first one is gonna be. Uh, Fast and Furious. Oh, baby. <laughs> it, it's one, it is one of my favorite movies. Um, R.I.P. Paul Walker. Um, and that's self-explanatory. And then the next one, I kind of took like a different spin on it. It's not the title, but it's just like the uh, kind of the plot of the movie. Nice. <laughs> I picked a, one of my favorite Scorsese movies. Shutter Island. Shutter Island, Leo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and that one might need a little explaining. It's like... Uh, it's a big like plot twist movie and like I'm not gonna spoil it for the listeners. But, you can like, spoil it. It's but, been out long enough, right? So like, what like Leo is is on this island trying to like kind of like solve like uh, a murder, right? Yeah, murder. and like at the end of the movie, you find out that he's what just like a a cat insane asylum. Yeah, he, he's he's on it. He's a mem. He's a patient. A patient at this insane asylum. Right. So he he just <laughs> basically. I'm Leo in that movie because I don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> You're just on it in, in a dark space. Yeah. Like <laughs> things are happening. I can't really put it all together. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good one, man. That is, I think I would that's jump very, on that boat as well. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people could relate now to that experience in that movie. All right. Good question. Yeah. We got one more Thanks, and <laughs> this is, we didn't tell Sep this one before. Right. This is directed. This has got to be on air. At Sep. So this is from Matt. What's I'm kind of nervous for this question. You should be. <laughs> All right. This one's from Matt. What up, Matt? Um, I'll Venmo Sep $10 right fucking now. Ooh. If he uh, if he can name all nine planets in order of their distance from the sun. Oh my! God. <laughs> so this, if you didn't listen to the last episode, was we're talking about Mars. We're talking about Mars. Sep thoughts landing on Mars. I'm just stalling right now so Sep can put together some thoughts. If he can even name the nine planets, let alone in the order from the. Are sun. we gonna give him one shot, or are we gonna let him? We're win? giving him one shot because. All right, so we'll do one shot for the Venmo, and then we'll tell him if he's right or wrong. 
And then if he's wrong, we'll, we'll give him another shot to correct it. But can then I, he doesn't get the memo. Can I make a, a proposition here? Because I'll tell you for a fact, I'm not going to get him in order. But I, I think I could possibly hit all nine planets. Like, name them. Dude, you should be able to name all nine. No, you have to well, do There's actually order. eight, right? But, but Pluto, yeah, he has, counting Pluto. Yeah, but he's going to get Pluto. He's going to know oh, where Pluto That's stands. one. That's the furthest. All right. Go You're going to work back go in. From the sun. Go, go from, from the, the sun. sun. Go from the sun. <laughs> yeah. If I'm wrong, don't stop me. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. We won't say anything. So, all right. We got. Fuck. What's the question? <laughs> I told you he wasn't going to even get this one. Right, I'm just going to rattle off all the planets and then I'll put them in order. Come on. Dude, so just got... put them in order. I don't because I'm going to be wrong on the first Earth's one. Earth's one of them. <laughs> Earth's not the first one, though. Right. We, we know. All right. right. All right. I'm just fuck it. Here we go. All right. This is what I think. Uranus, Venus, Jupiter, Saturn. No, 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 no. Backtrack. Uranus, Jupiter, Earth, Saturn, Mars, Pluto. Did I say Venus? Are you doing them in order right now? No, Pluto's last. So it'd be Venus. Yeah, he's doing them in order. I said Uranus, Mars, Sa- oh, I said Saturn. Do you want a piece of paper? Like yeah. So I got Earth. Well, go in order. Right, You're in so order here. So. got the sun. No, you don't have to draw them. Just write them. Um, <laughs> Uranus. I don't remember the order I just set them in. Venus. I'm going to go Earth. Mars, because I like Mars. Yep. Jupiter. Um, one, two, three, four, five. I'm just going to put Pluto at the end. Um, three more, buddy. Saturn. Okay. Like Saturn. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I got, got two, two more. more. Saturn. Uh, Mercury. Mercury. It's not just on a thermometer. Um, what's the last one? Fuck. Uranus. He's, uh, he's the god of the sea. Zeus. No. <laughs> Come on. He's God of the Sea. He holds a trident. No, I don't know who that is. Neptune. Neptune. Come on. That's the last one before. Ne- yeah, because it's Neptune and Pluto because they, <coughs> they were in contention okay. back All right. You right, want so me to give yeah, you the right order? Dirty, give yeah. the right order. So wait. So Uranus he said. First. He said. <laughs> don't go off this golf. Right, no, no, that gonna, is what we're going All on. right. So Seb said Uranus. This is. He goes the sun. Then Uranus, Venus, Earth, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn. Mercury, Neptune. That's my starting eight right there, baby. <laughs> Step, here you go. The right order is Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune. All right. So all things considering, I got one, two, three, honestly, four in a row. Honestly, all he got wrong, which is egregious, is just flip Uranus and Mercury. But how are you? How do you not get Mercury first? Dude, it's hot. Thermometer. Measures heat. It's Good. the first one. the last time I learned about the solar system was fucking eighth grade. All right. I'm not going to talk too much about well, it. That was actually pretty impressive, all things considered. No? No. Well, Matt. What are you talking the, about? Good he, news for Matt is he doesn't have to pay. $10 is safe for now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That wasn't too bad, Steph. I, I, was, I mean, it wasn't you, too good either. But, but you gave, you just gave me credit I for did. getting those. I did. 
So I flip flopped one and uh, a couple of them. I think I can't believe you didn't know God of the Sea was Neptune. Was that a hard clue? Yeah, no. that, I thought yeah, it was good. I think, I think Neptune doesn't have anything sea related in it. I want to hear from the listeners, but I think they're gonna have the biggest gripe with you putting Uranus first. <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was ridiculous. Oh, no, we just got off the new topic like Uranus. Oh my god! You know, ass shot. Ass shots. Ass shots. Twenty nineteen. Oh, we shouldn't bring up ass shots. Girls, send ass shots. Yeah, you and will get, get those in return. And guys, <laughs> don't be afraid. Instead of a dick pic, send an ass shot. Oh, yeah. God. Oh. Well, <laughs> thanks. Uh, thanks for all the questions. Yeah, those are those are good questions. Yeah, that was absolutely. a that was a funny ending. We'll we'll use that as our set thoughts for the day. Yeah, because uh, I think we're running low on time, and we want to end as we always do with our uh, dirty Mike eats. Best thing Dirty Mike ate this week is well, fellas. The best thing I ate this week, and I have to give a shout out to our buddy Jesse because this was a little uh, it was his, his idea. So he took me to this pokey place. You guys know what pokey is? It's kind of like a sushi bowl. It's Hawaiian. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So never had it before, and I love new experiences. Yeah. So went to this pokey place, got a spicy ahi bowl, and Boys, it was fire. What else is in it? Uh, so it's like a rice base. Okay. And, and then, you know, like just a bunch of fixings. Like, All the fixings. Uh, like cabbage, cucumbers, the raw fish. Um, and then it's like tossed in like a sauce. So this was like a spicy sauce. Tossed uh, in a sauce. And it was just, it was fire. And I, you know, I like the new experience. So. That is that. the best thing I ate this week. Thank you, Jesse. That sounds delicious. Yeah. It does. Sounds- I saw a picture of it too. It looked very yeah. good. Where was this place? Uh, Woodbury, Woodbury Plaza, which is oh, okay. Like Milf City. I might need yeah. to check that out. Oh, I was gonna say I might go there for lunch at work, and uh, I feel like that's probably peak time. The only go. thing there's like there's like a Soul Cycle there. Oh, <laughs> so it's like a fitness hub. Sure. No, Poke sounds like a healthy place. Yeah. Right next to a Well, yeah, store. actually, so the Pokey place, like right out front, they're like, uh, if you went to Soul Cycle today, like you get 10% off. It's 100% oh, of wow. fitness. Up. They're all in cahoots. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they're all in cahoots together. I like that. Um, so, anybody got anything else? Or is that going to. No, I mean, I'm probably going to order food now. It's going to wrap her at up. At this point. So uh, thanks for listening. Next week, we may have a special guest for part of it. We're hoping. Yeah, we'll leave them. We're yeah, gonna we're, hey, we're gonna leave some to be desired. Yeah, here. just we're like gonna... our nudes. <laughs> but uh, all right, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. We'd like to know a little bit about you for our five. We'd like to help you learn to help yourself. Look around you, all you see are sympathetic guys.